The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. It is the Even Money Podcast, and we've got a lot of stuff to get to. Presented by Bet Online, of course, like we always are. BetOnline.ag, the online gaming website of choice for the Even Money Podcast. They've got the best odds and the fastest payouts. He's the star of the show. We all know that at Fezzik Sports, even though I was able to beat him this year on the NFL. At Fezzik Sports, Steve Fezzik from pregame.com. I am the former NFL offensive lineman Ross Tucker at Ross Tucker NFL on Twitter. The voice you hear at times, definitely during the season, is that of Brian Neal, our producer at RTF Podcast, is sort of the the main Twitter handle for all of the RT Media podcasts available at RossTucker.com and really where all uh, anywhere podcasts can be found. If you only listen to this one, you're missing out, man. Fantasy Feast with Evan Silva. Whew, that guest we had today, um, Josh Hermsmeyer, what a genius. I, I love talking to guys like that. Encourage you to check out today's Fantasy Feast. Andrew was great on the Ross Tucker Football Podcast as well. Of course, he's got the Business of Sports Podcast. And if you're into the draft, I'm going to ask Steve momentarily. Steve, I'm going to ask you some NFL draft questions you can follow, you can listen to the College Draft Podcast with myself and Fran Duffy. So basically, we've got a lot of different shows for no matter what you're into. Uh, we've got you covered. Steve, of course, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football gambling, the Westgate Super Contest. But he's going to give us some NBA thoughts today, some NBA tips, some conference tournament tips, some MLB tips. Steve's got a lot of tips, and we got to get to at least one email question because you guys have sent in some pretty good email questions recently. Speaking of pretty good, by the way, those of you that have student loans, which I know is a lot of you, really need to check out Credible.com. I just found out about these guys, and this is when I get angry. 
because how could I not come up with this? It's just like kayak for when you're buying tickets or SeatGeek, uh, you know, kayak for plane tickets for flights or SeatGeek for tickets to concerts or whatever. Credible.com is an online marketplace for student loan refinancing. So there's all kinds of banks on there competing, which helps you win. You can find out in less than two minutes if you're overpaying on your student loans or not. It's that awesome. Plus, you could save thousands by refinancing. It's very, very cool. Here's all you need to do, right? This is the key. You already know how it works. You go there. You give them your information. They spit out some loan options. You see if it's better. So you do all that for free. If you go via credible.com slash even money, the name of this show, you get a $200 welcome bonus if and when you end up refinancing. So not only are they going to show you how you can get better terms, they're also going to give you a free $200. So don't wait. Go to credible.com slash even money and click find my rate to see if you could save by refinancing. That's credible.com slash even money c-r-e-d-i-b-l-e dot com slash even money credible.com slash even money if you have student loans why would you not just check and see if it could be better that way love getting some tips on the other sports from you when the nfl is dormant except the nfl is never really dormant it's interesting i saw some odds recently steve and i want to get your opinion on it for for example, um, who will be drafted first overall in the 2018 NFL draft? Um, you know, I know a lot of times you don't like needle in the haystack type of bets. This isn't really needle in the haystack, though. These are like legitimate odds for different guys. Saquon Barkley, seven to four. Sam Darnold. 14 to 5, you know, Josh Allen 7 to 2. I'm just curious in general. I don't even know if you have an opinion on these players yet or the number 1 pick, but in general, what are your thoughts on NFL draft bets? Oh, I think they can be really good. The guys that clean up the most, frankly, Ross, are the ones that like you mentioned tend not to go for the needle in the haystack bets, but more of how many quarterbacks will be drafted in the first round over under three and a half, things like that. Um, how many uh, players from the SEC in the first round, if you do your homework and you follow all the mock drafts, you can do very well with those. Having said all that, you know, I got to tell you, Josh Allen, every expert that I know as far as evaluation of talent says the number one predictor of NFL success is college uh, completion percentage. And he, Although he can throw a football through a barn, he has trouble hitting the barn. He is very inaccurate. I cannot believe an NFL team is going to take him number one given that. So, so okay, so you like some of the bets that are about you know certain uh, positions. What about like the first overall bet? You know, with, as good as Barkley was, I got to be looking in that direction just because it's so risky to take a quarterback because although the upside, it, he can make your team six points better. The downside is the PR disaster. If you pick the wrong quarterback is huge. I think that the Browns are the type of organization. 
I would think they'd be much more conservative and take a pick that they know is going to be successful. And I, I certainly think Barkley is the safe pick to take number one. Then they've got other ones, Steve, like um, over-unders on when, like, Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson or uh, Shaquem Griffin, the linebacker from Central Florida who's missing a hand, when those guys will be drafted. What do you think of, like, over-under spots for specific players? Yeah, I think you should tend to look towards the background of the player Rightly or wrongly, I think organizations, and I'll ask you about this when I'm done, Ross, if you're unsure about whether to draft someone, no one is going to question if you draft a high-character guy, especially one that may have some kind of um, slight, I won't use the word disability, but, um, but, but some, some problem or issue versus drafting a Baker Mayfield with, que- with some questionable um, ethics um, don't know if that's the right word, issues. So I would think when you're betting that, think about how the front office is going to view the reaction to their pick and probably give maybe some favorable rounding to the good story, right? Yeah, I think that there's there's some truth to that. Um, let's get into some other stuff as well. Um, I, I, you and I were texting. You think it's going to be the Rockets and the Raptors? In the NBA Finals now, you've been sw- you've been switching your uh, your NBA takes a lot here, Steve. Yeah, well, I go ahead and I evaluated the odds all year long, and the odds change too. So I've been high on the Raptors all year long, but I've never been so high. There was a period of time when Cleveland had their trade, and you could get Cleveland two to one to win the East. They said you got to take a shot with Cleveland, but right now you can still get the Raptors plus two fifty. And they're the clear-cut best team in the East. This team outscores opponents by eight points per game. They've got a very deep depth. Both of their guards, DeRozan and Lowry, are healthy. And they are a good three points better in my power ratings than the Celtics. Four points better than Cleveland. I get it. Cleveland's going to get a lot better come playoff time. They always do. Toronto's very likely to have the number one seed. The Raptors, can you see it? Can you see it, Ross? The Raptors in the NBA Finals. Um, I think it's possible. I'll believe that the Raptors, and I know a lot of people feel this way. I'll believe that the Raptors can beat LeBron four times in a row when I see it. That's kind of how I look at it. I know people say this year's different and they're playing better and what I've seen that too many times. And, and maybe it's like when Jordan got over the hump and the bulls against the Pistons or all those things over the years. I just, I don't know, man. Uh, I'll believe that when I see it. What about, Steve, some of these NBA teams that are tanking and how to take advantage of that? Yeah, and I did want to mention also on the West that I think that Golden State, Houston, either team can win the West. And Houston, although they're an underdog, you can get them more than 2-1. to one. I think that they absolutely can get home field and, and get there. Some teams, as you mentioned, that aren't going to get there, the tankers. There's eight teams that Ross... I hate to blanket statement this, but I would not bet on any of these teams, especially to win a game anytime soon, because they're all trying to get the number one draft pick. Um, should I go ahead and lay out all eight of these teams? Yeah, go for it. All right. In the East, New York, Chicago, Orlando, and Atlanta. Note the Brooklyn Nets do not get their number one draft pick, so they are not part of that group. In the West, 
four teams, Sacramento, Dallas, and Mark Cuban has even said it's in our best interest likely to lose games. Got fined for that 600000 So Sacramento, Dallas, Phoenix, and Memphis. And the reason that the Tankapalooza, if you will, is so important this year is they've changed the lottery rules. Next year, if you get the number one pick, you're only going to have a 14% chance to um, – if you, I'm sorry, if you have the worst record, you'll have a 14% chance to get the number one pick with the lottery. This year, you'll have a 25% pick, and the draft is very top-ended this year. So a lot of teams, Ross, are viewing this as their last opportunity to really improve their team by losing. Got it. Um, I like that. Uh, I like that quite a bit. All right, what about um... – College hoops and some of the uh, conference tournaments that are going on right now. Do you have any edge or any thoughts there? Yeah, I think, uh, and it is March Madness, and that's been the vast majority of my time with the big conferences coming up. You know, I like to fade a team that has a number one seed locked up, and they know that the big dance is more important than their conference tourney. So Virginia won 17-1 and in the ACC. Frankly, they're leaking oil coming down the stretch. They should have lost at Louisville. Ross, they were down four with one second to play. Virginia was, and they <laughs> won at Louisville. Have you ever seen that happen before? No. No. Tough to do. Tough to do. But go back, and you can, you can get the ugly details, especially if you're a Louisville fan. But I really think that they're going to look to – um, emphasize the big dance coming up, and an early exit would not be a terrible thing for them. Similarly, Jay Wright and Villanova, when they cut down the nets two years ago and won the championship, they had a fairly early exit in their conference tourney. It doesn't make sense if you're already on the one line and you're going to get a one seed, why you should play four games or three games in three nights, four and four, and then not be fresh for the big dance. So I would look to actively play against Villanova in their conference tourney. A couple other observations. The Pac-12 tournament is here in Las Vegas at T-Mobile Arena. Arizona, for whatever reason, always travels well. I know they've had lots of distractions, but I'd give them a point and a half for home field so that there's a top seed I would not be fading in the conference tournaments and in the SEC tournament. Let's keep an eye on it. They're having the, the tournament this year in St. Louis, and they're playing in the same stadium that the Arch Madness has always been at for, um, for a lesser conference. And that Arch Madness at the Scott Trade Arena has always created very low-scoring games. So uh, I would look to play the SEC tournament games selectively to go under in those games. Um, I want to go back, before we get to the Major League Baseball stuff, I, I want to go back to um, the, the Houston Rockets and the tank teams and exactly how I'm supposed to take advantage of that in your mind. I think the best way to play it is to, a lot of times these teams are getting 10 or 11 points. And let me emphasize, it's not the players that don't want to win. It's that the management knows it's in their best interest not to win. So oftentimes they call it player development, where they'll bring in the weakest lineups possible that aren't a complete farce and evaluate young talent to give them less of a chance to win. Now, if they're already a 12-point underdog, there's no real need to do that. But what happens is that if they're playing typically at home and they're playing another not-so-good team that isn't tanking, say – 
Um, like a Lakers would be a good example. So the Lakers are playing at Atlanta and the line will be close to pick. The Lakers would be favored. That'd be a great opportunity to bet against Atlanta. That's trying to get as many losses as possible and play on a mediocre NBA team like an Indiana Pacers, someone like that, or the Lakers to get the outright win. I would bet money lines because I've never seen this before, Ross, this year in the final five minutes um, and the Dallas Mavericks are really good at this Teams go ahead and they've emptied their bench at times and they put out the most creative end game lineups you've ever seen saying they want to see how their young guys will do under pressure translation. They want to see what they can do selectively to lose as many games as possible without completely missing shots on purpose. Um, all right. As for the conference tour, so, you know, we will have on Sunday, March Madness, the tournament, the brackets. Now, we'll talk next week about how to bet the NCAA tournament, but just anything for people that are inclined to start to do something Sunday night or Monday or Tuesday right when the brackets come out before you and I talk next week. You know, R.J. Bell always says that I just keep repeating myself on this one, but it is an important concept it's a fun time of year, and you want to bet on teams to win their conference or to win the tournament. If you really like a team and you've got the time to do so, instead of betting them to win um, those needle in the haystack bets, just keep take take what you're going to bet on that team and just parlay them um, each and every game. If you go ahead and do it that way, you're going to engineer a payout that's typically on an underdog twice as big as you'll be able to get in the futures pools. That's the effective way to bet on a team you think is undervalued that can cut down the nets in a conference tournament or the big dance. You also had some thoughts on some uh, major league baseball early lines you wanted to get to. Yes. Yeah, so season wins are out on all of the MLB teams and, you know, it really is fascinating because there's free agency that's still going on like crazy in MLB. So I certainly think that if you follow this stuff day to day, and as we start seeing, you know, key guys sign like Jake Arietta and the like, that you're going to see some significant movement. And oftentimes it's not like football where they just pull it off the board and you can't bet it when a quarterback suddenly acquired, you're going to have a window of opportunity to go ahead and get down on teams. I do think one team that the entire world is, is betting against is the uh, I'll give you two teams in the National League. The Pittsburgh Pirates basically have gone from a contender. They won 98 games two years ago to a rebuild, and they've jettisoned a bunch of guys. So under 74 looks good on Pittsburgh and Kansas City. Another contender in the past has basically um, gotten rid of their entire team. Their season win, Ross. Wow, 69 games, and all the Sharps I talk to say they're not going to win 69 games, so there's a team to fade in the American League. Got it. I like it. Okay, so we can do that in a little bit. You know what else I like? I like bet online. Tell you guys about it every week. You can bet the NCAA tournament or anything else at betonline.ag and use promo code EVENMONEY on your first deposit to earn a 50% welcome bonus, up to $2,500 worth of sportsbook free plays. They've got almost two decades servicing U.S. bettors. They are all over the NCAA tournament, all of this conference action, conference championships. Highly encourage you guys 
to go to betonline.ag, use the promo code EVENMONEY to score your bonus up to $2,500 with that 50% welcome bonus. Again, we tell you about it every week. Sometimes people don't bet between the NFL and until the NCAA tournament. Well, here we go, baby. BetOnline.ag. Use promo code EVENMONEY to score your $2,500 bonus. Let's get to an email question. Ever wanted to ask an NFL player a question? Well, here's your chance. It's time to ask Ross. Email address is ross at rosstucker.com. And, of course, when you're sending a question for this show, you're not really just asking Ross. You're asking Steve. Here's the deal. If you want to guarantee that I read and respond to your question or that I read it and Steve responds to your question, it's really very simple. You just take advantage of any of our sponsors like Credible or Bet Online or any of the sponsors over on the sponsors page over at RossTucker.com. Forward that to me, Ross at RossTucker.com, and I will read it on the air and we'll get Steve's feedback. So, Steve, um, we got one from another Steve. Steve Shalabel from up in Wisconsin. He took advantage of our Omaha Steaks offer back during the holidays. And he has like a little um, syndicate. And maybe it's not a little syndicate. Maybe it's a big syndicate. I don't know. But he's got a syndicate up in Wisconsin. And he kind of just wanted to update us on his year. Um, He said, Ross, we did good listening to you and Steve this year. We bet a total of 140.6 units and won 79.5 of them, putting us at 56.54%. Success is considered 55% and above. Is that right, by the way, Steve? 55% and above is success? Actually, well, 52.4% will break you even if you're laying minus $1.10. Most pros strive for 54%. For a to be a successful year, anything above fifty five percent is really stellar. Got it. And they were at fifty six point five four. They laid out over twenty eight hundred dollars in bets and took in just under thirty one hundred dollars. Had we used a hundred dollar unit this year instead of a twenty dollar unit, we would have been up right around fifteen hundred dollars. Instead of $300, most of our gains this year came from deposit matching. What does that mean, Steve? Just from like the bonuses they get from betonline.ag? Exactly. So that 50% bonus at, um, at BetOnline, they'll go ahead and put um, $1,000 in and, and boom, they've got 1500 in their account. That's like making $500. So from that perspective, Ross, if, if you're uh, – some guys only do this for a living – uh, they call it, um, you know, just being, um, you know, a bonus hustler. And if you can hit 52.4%, you clear your bonus, you break even on your bets, and you can make a living just accumulating bonuses, especially if you've got a lot of friends that you can um, have set up accounts as well. He said the key for us this year was just coming out ahead after meeting our rollover requirements to keep our matching dollars. Explain that one, Steve. Yeah, so back to what I was saying is if you're getting all these bonuses, you don't have to win in your actual bets. You just have to 
a lot of places don't don't let you cash out your bonus until you bet five times the initial deposit. So example, if you deposit a thousand dollars, you're like, I gotta bet find a way to bet five thousand and break even on that, and then I can go ahead and profit my five hundred dollar bonus. Got it. Okay. Um he said all twelve of us plan to deposit another hundred dollars each next year. That should bring our combined pool up to around $3,500. We can then do $100 unit bets next year. So that's interesting. Um, we had a lot of fun. Thank you, Ross, Brian, and Steve. Steve Shalabal, who took advantage of the Omaha Stakes order. Any, any additional thoughts there, Steve? Um, some advice for Steve, and I've noticed this. I'm guessing that he is a savvy, intelligent player that hasn't bet a lot in the past so the natural reaction is to be very conservative everyone puts in a hundred dollars and that's a good game plan when you're just getting started but the fact that he is on to the how valuable all these bonuses are my number one piece of advice to steve is i can tell he's very likely to have an edge over the books because of these bonuses he might want to ramp up and i hate to advise this but only for steve bet more this coming year I'm pretty confident you guys are going to win again. Interesting, because you, you usually are very hesitant with people. Yeah, because the average person, Ross, is just putting money into a book. They're betting games that we like and maybe getting a half point worse than the numbers we're getting, whereas I, Steve is in a different situation. He's basically the house with these bonuses that he's getting. He's got the edge over the sports book. When you have the edge, there's no reason not to ramp up your bet sizing and your deposits. Interesting. I like it. Very interesting. Well, that'll do it for this week's Even Money Podcast. We will be all over the NCAA tournament next week as well as that'll be right when free agency starting in the NFL as well. Send in those emails. We'll hopefully get to a couple more emails next week. Send them to me, ross at rosstucker.com. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Steve always retweets the show at Fezzik Sports. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. Brian is at RTF Podcast. We love those of you that follow those accounts and just give us a real quick retweet. It means a lot. Or a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. iTunes rankings, five-star rankings, comments always really help as well. Pretty quick and easy way to do the review. And even if all you want to do to ask Steve a question is Amazon or PayPal, that is awesome as well. We got the Amazon banner ad at RossTucker.com and or you can always make a PayPal contribution as well. Other than that, good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.